0: What's up, gang? How you guys doing? It is Lieutenant Sal Blue, 28-year law enforcement veteran and the author of the Top 25 Mistakes and Routes to the Good Life, man. And listen here, man. If you guys hop on over to Sal Blue right now, you can grab up a special that I'm running on these books. I am giving it away, man. And uh, there's tons of uh, excellent information in here to help you to move your life forward and just to show you guys some of the mistakes that I made so you're not running around spinning your wheels, as I like to say, making some of the same mistakes that I made. So going over to Lieutenant South Blue and check that out today and grab up your free copy of Top 25 Mistakes, man. So uh, let's get this podcast started today, man. I didn't do a prelim on uh, YouTube. Um, it's late. It's the weekend. It's holiday weekend. Just finished hanging out with the trick-or-treaters, man, it's Halloween, man, and uh, so giving out candy and cookies and all type of goodies at my household, and, you know, it's just so refreshing to see all the uh, kids coming over and just enjoying trick-or-treat and uh, just the fun of it, right, just the fun of it, the good times and just remembering the youth and how happy um, I used to be when I was a kid with nothing to think about, but getting some candy, right? Getting some candy on Halloween, one of my best holidays. So um, I got to enjoy that today, me and the family. So that was awesome. But today's podcast, I'm taking it there when it comes to uh, family and people that you love and people that are close to you. And I want to ask you guys a question and hopefully it'll get you guys thinking of How to get your message across to people. Because I think that in life, um, your success is based on how many people get it, right? Whatever you're trying to put across. How many people understand? How many people uh, pick up on what you're saying and believe in it, right? How many people are running in your clan that are significant to you that, that get what you're talking about, right? And follow along with you. So um, what I'm thinking about today, the question I'm thinking about today that I I have to ask you guys is is this, right? And me and my wife always talk about this all the time because we have children. But the question is, if you are not a prophet in your own land, right? How do you get your point across to the people that you love? And so thinking about that and going over and over again in my head, um, I thought, wow, wow. I have spent years and years and years trying to figure this out at each stage of my children's lives or at each stage of my relationship, right? Each stage of my marriage. I've been trying to figure this out, right? How to... uh, get my point across. And so in doing so, guys, I have uh mastered it in my job. But because in life the dynamic of people are always changing, sometimes you gotta switch up and learn new things. So um in my 28 years right of law enforcement learning how to get um very good at my job, right? As a matter of fact, Mastering my craft and my craft has to do with nothing but people and communicating, right? Now during this time of my job, my career, I learned two facts. Two facts that helped me throughout my career. The first fact was no matter how much you know, there's always room to learn more. And so this was powerful for me in my career because What I notice in my career, it is full of arrogance, right? Law enforcement is full of arrogance, full of people, you know, not to bash my my career, but I guess that happens in many other careers where as people feel like they have hit the pinnacle of knowledge, right? Um, And they try to usually base it on how many years they've been doing what they've been doing. And they happen to be very, very good at what they're doing, right? Mastering what they're good at. But the truth is, even though I have mastered my craft, I still don't know everything and still will never know everything. That is why you have to always leave room for growth, always leave room for knowledge. The second thing that I learned was that people do not care how much you know unless they need what you know to help them with their lives. Now there's many variations to this, right? But the truth is, is that most people, right? If what the knowledge that you have is not helping them to move forward, to to move toward uh, pleasure in their lives, then it's not something that they really care about, right? So they won't put any effort into trying to absorb what you're trying to say. Because they feel it has no significance in their life. Until the moment that it does have significance in their life. And then you are, boom, you are the man. You are the one who they need to talk to. And you are the most important thing in their life at that moment. Because that's what people do, right? They're um, they're opportunists to a moment. And not everybody, but many people are opportunists to a moment, right? If something can help them to move forward, then they're all for it. If, if it doesn't, then they're looking for the next best thing, the next shiny object. I was like that at times in my life, right? And so I just want to tell you guys, those were the two things that I learned throughout my 28 years of law enforcement when it came to dealing with people and trying to get my point across and trying to communicate. So I learned those things. Now, now from this, right, I recall my mentor telling me something and he explained this to me, right? He's, um... He said, the power of putting yourself in someone else's place in order to understand what they're going through. There's power in that. That's what he told me. And so I found it hard a lot of times to do that, right? Because of my arrogance, because of where I was at, right? Because of a lot of the people that I was dealing with, right? I was dealing with a lot of people that were, are the criminal element. So in dealing with people who are the criminal element, I found it very, very difficult to put myself in their shoes. And I started noticing a lot of officers would say things like, well, I was one traffic ticket away from being in the same place that they are. And I couldn't relate to that, right? I couldn't relate to that. I don't think that one traffic ticket would have got me uh, 25 years in prison, right? One traffic ticket or or one whatever they were doing. I have no idea what they were doing out there that put them one uh, good cop away from spending the rest of their life in prison. But the fact of the matter was when I was younger, I found it really hard to understand that. But my mentor taught me something called empathy, right? Uh, so you can understand how somebody got in a position that they got into right but at the same time you were allowed to do your job so you 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 understood them in empathy but not sympathy right because at the end of the day everybody makes a decision on how they want their own life to turn out or what they do is they make no decision and they allow other people to make decisions on how their life is going to turn out either way man Um, You got to take charge of your life. So um, that is what my mentor told me. And that kind of like got me to thinking, right? It got me to thinking. And I wanted to understand this fact, right? Because that fact has allowed me to get through through to a lot of people, right? It allowed me to, to get my message across. Because now I realize that it wasn't... The fact that my message wasn't a good message is the fact that those people didn't know whether I was trying to get them to do something because I cared about what they were going through or, or whether it was just something that was to my advantage. And so you have to get beyond that when it comes to dealing with people. You have to get beyond people thinking that what you're doing is to your advantage and not to their advantage. And a lot of times in law enforcement, that's extremely difficult because a lot of times people are looking for the pleasure part, right? And for them to follow certain rules or regulations or, or whatever they need to follow, it has a sense of pain when they're dealing with them. So you have to understand that when, when you're dealing with people and you're trying to get your message, right? Um, now, this method of getting my message through to people by, by teaching them how, well, showing them basically how much I care about what they were going through. Um, it happened with me asking a lot of questions, let's say. Um, and I'm going to just go off my notes right here, guys, if you don't mind said, now this method, um, it got through to a lot of people, but I have been asked Time and time again, and people ask me this question time and time again, and this happened from parents, from husbands, and wives. Uh, and I wanna ask you guys this question today that was asked to me Why can't I get my children or my significant other to listen to my advice, right? That has literally helped thousands of people to have a good life. And uh, I know that I went into that question kind of awkwardly because I was just reading off my notes because it was just something that I written down and it's something that I wanted to get out there to you guys. But I think that that question is significant and it touches a lot of people because I think that a lot of people deal with the fact that they have tons of life-solving solutions to many different stages in their lives and in other people's lives and they've helped tons of people around them But the people that are close to them, they have been having difficulty getting through to them, getting their message across, getting their children or their spouses to say, hey, listen, you know something? What you're saying is right. And I think maybe I should follow your advice. Um, And my answer to them when they ask this question is it's a twofold answer. Right now, um, the first part of the answer is this, guys. And and, I, and hopefully you guys will pick this up when it comes to dealing with your family, your husband, your spouse, your wife, whomever, right? The first thing is, um, and I explain this to them, is that people don't follow your intentions, right? They follow your proven actions. So uh, the first thing is, it doesn't matter what your intentions are. You may not always be communicating at the right frequency, for someone to pick up what you're truly talking about, right? As I tell parents, I did this in my podcast from Puerto Rico, when I used to tell parents that, listen, you have to take yourself all the way back to your childhood, to child's age, right? Of when, how you felt when they, when you were that age, right? Um, The same thing as if you're trying to help somebody who was going through something. It is very, very difficult to help somebody who's going through something if you have not gone through it before. So that's when you have to implement your empathy and their situation in life. So I need you guys to understand that a lot of times people who are best at solving other people's problems are people who've had a lot of problems themselves, guys. And me in my life, I've had so many problems. I've had so much pain and heartache that... I became good at figuring out my own problems. And once I began to figure out my own problems, I felt that, hey, listen, I'm so good at figuring out my own problems, maybe I should help other people to figure out their problems. So understand that when it comes to figuring out problems. You have to always come all the way back to not where you are now, right? Because that is the wrong frequency to communicate with somebody in pain, and heartache, or somebody who is stuck, Right? You can't communicate with them from here when they're down here. So you got to bring yourself back down to that situation in your life, okay, where you were feeling that same pain, and then speak from the heart at that point in time. Um, the second thing um, that I explained to people who asked me that question was that people defy what they are told, right? But they believe what they conclude themselves, right? So. A lot of times when you're telling your children, you know, don't do this and don't do that. And this is a good thing. And that's a good thing. And this is a bad thing uh, because you're telling them that they automatically go into defiance. Right. They go into defiance because your children aren't robots. Right. Your children aren't robots. And so they want to feel like they have come to that conclusion on their own. The same thing goes with your wife and the same thing goes with your husband. It is very, very difficult to convince somebody, okay, um, what's right and wrong for them in their life because it's their life. And they want to have control over their own life. So if they want to have control over their own life, then why would they allow you to tell them what to do to have a better life, right? Because you're living your own life and they're living their own life. So they like to come to the conclusion that, Decision they made to move their life forward and make their life better came from them in their head or whatever revelation that came to them, some inspiration, right? So that they don't have to spend the rest of their life saying, my life is better because of you. Uh, It's just how people are, man. I just need you guys to understand it. And those are two things that I like to explain to people all the time. Now, here's the deal, guys, in these two situations, right? Right? Um, if this is the case, right, how do you get your message out to the people who mean the most to you, right? If you listen to these two, um, things that I explained to people, how do you get your message out there? Um, what I tell people is it's important that your actions are right. So if your actions match your message, right, because here's the deal. And, and this is, may be hard for people to understand, especially parents, right? If your actions don't match your message, then there's no way your kids are gonna listen to what you're saying, right? Um, you, you'll be able to through some punishment or whatever, but as soon as they get on their own, they'll begin to experiment on things that you probably don't want them to do because they're watching your actions, not your message, right? And definitely not your intentions, guys. So your message has to match your um, your actions okay um, because if not your children uh, your husband your wife whomever you're trying to communicate to is going to be faced with a belief problem okay um, and the belief problem comes in this that means that the person receiving your message or advice does not believe right that you fully understand their situation because you haven't asked enough whys, right? Um, When you are trying to communicate, and I'm just using children for example right now, if you're trying to communicate with your children, um, you know how when a child doesn't know anything and they continue to ask why uh, over and over and over again, almost to the point of it's totally and completely exhausting, and you literally feel like as an adult, you have run out of answers why? Why? That is the same way you need to return that inquisitiveness, okay, to other people that you are trying to get your message across that you care. You need to go deep on the whys, guys. You need to go deep on the wise because when you go deep on the wise, that is when people start to say, hey, this person has just brought out of me things that I probably haven't even asked myself to wise, wise get you so far when it comes to relationships. It gets you so far when it comes to getting people to listen. And it gets you even further when it comes to you getting people to open up. You have to learn how to ask a lot of wise guys, a lot of wise, right? Um, The second thing when it comes to belief that person also um, does not believe that they will get the same results that you got from their actions. So that is an issue too a lot of times, right? Um, They see you um, with your experience or your years in and your time in or, or, or whatever it is. And they say, well, I know that he's telling me that if I do this and this and this, I'll get this type of result. And I see that he's getting this type of result, but I don't feel like I can do it, right? So a lot of times... You have to also teach your children, your husband, your spouse, your wife, um, the belief. You have to teach them how to gain that belief in themselves. And that is key. That is so important, guys. Um, The belief part, the internal, the self-belief is powerful. Um, And and I, I just want you guys to understand if you are trying to think that, you're singling out your children, you're singling out your husband, you're singling out your wife. This is a normal reaction in most people, right? Most people see what you do and they don't believe that they can do it, okay? Or most people see what you do and even though you tell them something, they're not coming to the conclusion on their own because you haven't asked enough whys, okay? So they don't feel like you have gone deep enough into who they are in order to be able to explain to them what to do. So um, belief begins with trust, guys. And why's develop trust. Asking people why over and over again, and not the same question, but different forms of why. It builds trust, man. It, it shows them that you care. It shows them that you want to know what is going on in their heads. And it also helps people to... uh to figure out what's going on in their, ho- in their own minds. A lot of people just don't know what's going on in their mind. So um, those whys help, right? Now, as I said before, belief begins with trust. And the only way to gain trust is through the process of reps and sets and whys. And right now I'm talking about self-belief, in- internal belief, right? Sets and reps and whys. And here's the deal why, why? <laughs> literally. Um, when you do a process right over and over and over again, and I always tell people to start with small steps, whatever you're trying to achieve, whatever you're trying to do, whatever mistake you're not trying to, to, um, have, um, it needs to be done with some form of emotional intensity, right? I know for me, um, I was on a, um, spin bike regimen, twice a day, spin bike 82, 82, 83 weeks. I've gone straight twice a day spin bike before I got into a totally different couple of program challenges. Right, and, and during that process, I was explaining to people how they can start with a fitness regimen each and every day, and and I was telling them the benefits of it. And when I told them the benefits of it, they weren't doing it right? They was like, oh yeah, you can do it. You can do it each and every day. You're in great shape, so on and so forth. They weren't doing it. But when I began to ask them a couple of whys on on why did they think it was difficult? Why um, weren't they trying it? Uh, what if they did it five minutes a day, every day? What if they, And so on and so forth. And as I asked more why, I also began to get more clarity on why More people weren't um, working on their health and fitness and longevity, right? And so um, it just got the message through to them more because I asked more and showed that I cared about how they were moving forward and how they were going to be able to create the body that they want, the health that they want, the blood pressure, the diabetes, so on and so forth. And that is what I was basically trying to talk to them about. And it wasn't until I asked enough whys that I started to get through to uh, most of these people. And so then I taught them the fact of emotional intensity and reps and sets and doing small things consistently every day was going to help them to get the results that they want. And, uh, And most of the people who Listen to that part after all the wise began to get the results that they want, and now I have a a bunch of people doing challenges with me, and we're having fun and um so uh that's just that. I just wanted to talk about that real quick because I thought that was a little exciting, and I told him that I would give him a shout out so um but. One of the things that I learned that's very, very important, guys, and this is important with your children and your husband and your wife and whoever is you're trying to get to create a new habit. And that is the law of reinforcement. And the law of reinforcement goes as this, guys, right? Any pattern of emotion or behavior, right, that is continually reinforced will become an automatic and conditioned response. So If there is something that you want someone to do that you're trying to uh, influence for their betterment, then you need to give it tons of positive reinforcement, especially if it's somebody you love and somebody you care for. Tons of positive reinforcement. And you have to um, pay attention to the pattern of emotion, right? And their behavior. And just give them a bunch of that, boys, I guess. Uh, that's what we used to say in, in law enforcement. I mean, a bunch of data boys. But a bunch of data boys goes a long way, a whole lot longer than you think. A lot of pleases and thank yous, by the way. Um, but understand this. Anything anything we fail to reinforce will eventually dissipate. So if somebody is has a good habit and we're always reinforcing them and then we start to ignore it, okay, a lot of times... If that habit hasn't become um, something that is part of their life, it will begin to fade away and um, they won't have the life that they want because they won't feel like anybody is backing them. Uh, And especially if you're not backing them, they'll feel like you kind of gave up on them. So um, constant positive reinforcement will help a lot of people to get the life that they want. But I just want to finish this up with a quote by Mark Twain. Right. Um, and it's, it's why I always talk about reps and sets and, and helping you to uh, achieve the life that you want and helping you to help people to achieve the life that you want. And he talks about this. He said, there's nothing training cannot do. Nothing is above its reach. He's talking about training. It can turn bad morals to good and it can destroy bad principles and create good ones. It can lift men to angelship now it's by mark twain and i just wanted to finish up with that because guys it is about repetition when you want to change your life or you want to help somebody to change their life it's not going to change overnight you got to constantly stick with it and stay with it and be repetitive in what you do and sometimes guys repetition gets boring and it gets stale but you got to keep it fresh you got to keep it fresh and you got to keep it exciting. And when you begin to do that, man, you will see dramatic changes. You'll look back and go, wow, that person has come a long way. I have become a long way. And that's what you have to do, guys. You have to trust the process. Trust the process and you will get through to your children. You will get through to your husband you will get through to your wife and your message will get across. So if you feel that you're not a prophet in your own land, stay consistent, keep pushing the message and demonstrate through action. All right. This is Lieutenant Sal Blue signing off for the day. Make sure you guys hop on over right to uh, LieutenantSalBlue.com. Pick up your free copy of my book, Top 25 Mistakes. And also guys, check me out on social media, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, okay, and uh, and also the Top 25 Mistakes group on Facebook as well, and shoot me a DM and tell me what should I be talking about tomorrow, um, and if I do, if I do uh, uh, talk about what you want me to talk about tomorrow, I may throw you a bonus, man, we'll see how it goes, man, anyway, this is Lieutenant Style Blue signing off, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow, you guys have a great night. And I'll talk to you later. Deuces.